Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the Book of Romans, with part two of this message entitled, Covenant Love Endures. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 11, verse 1. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Romans 11. I ask then, did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham, from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people, whom he foreknew. Don't you know what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appealed to God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left and they are trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer by works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What's the conclusion? What Israel sought so earnestly, it did not obtain. But the elect did. The others were hardened as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor. Eyes so that they could not see. And ears so that they could not hear. To this very day. And David says... May their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, deliver us from just having an intellectual understanding. Grant us wisdom. Teach us how to live a life that is pleasing in your sight. Teach us how to live as we hear the word of God preached in the power of the Holy Ghost. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I said two points. Election and what, sir? Reprobation. And it is my prayer that not even one person here be a reprobate. So let me read to you from Westminster Confession of Faith, chapter 3, article 5 and 7. Those of mankind that are predestinated unto life... God, before the foundation of the world was laid, 
according to his eternal and immutable purpose and the secret counsel and good pleasure of his will hath chosen in Christ unto everlasting glory out of his mere free grace and love without any foresight of faith or good works, or perseverance in either of them, or any other thing in the creature as conditions or causes moving him thereunto, and all to the praise of his glorious grace. You see how tightly reasoned article it is. You should go and study it so that you can be intelligent. The people who are not rooted and founded in the word will fall away in due time. Article 7, speaking about reprobation. The rest of mankind, God was pleased according to the unsearchable counsel of his own will, whereby he extendeth or withholdeth mercy as he pleaseth for the glory of his sovereign power over his creatures, pleased God to pass by, not to say, and to ordain them to dishonor and wrath for their sin. To the praise of his glorious justice. Election for the praise of his glorious grace. Reprobation to the praise of his glorious justice. Friends have some fear and reverence for this great God. He alone does what he pleases. We don't have great reverence for this great God. So I want to speak about reprobation. But before that I want to say a few more words about election. We touched on it. And then I'll say something about reprobation. Election. What is election? It is sovereign action in reference to sinful men. Those who are theologians, they will understand this is called infralapsarianism. But I don't want to go into it. It is the sovereign action in reference to sinful men. Election is always to salvation. Election is from eternity past. Election implies differentiation. That means others are not chosen. Election is unconditional. That means not based on our merits. Election is based on God's grace alone. 
Salvation of a sinner depends on this sovereign, eternal, unconditional election. Election is an expression of sovereign good pleasure. Election is immutable. Therefore, your salvation is certain. Nothing can prevent God from saving you. Even your sin cannot prevent him. And an elect person is saved by irresistible grace. That confuses you. That doesn't mean you cannot resist. It means you don't win. You just study St. Paul. You study Moses. You study Jeremiah. Go ahead, resist all you want. But he's going to save you. He wins in the end. Salvation of the elect is not unjust listen carefully God chooses sinners to salvation and God punishes his son for their sins on the cross therefore God is just in justifying those who believe in this Christ having died in their place for their sins The elect are vessels of mercy prepared for glory. That's our future. What is your future, sir? Glory. The proximate purpose of election is our salvation. And the ultimate purpose, the glory of God. We are for the praise of his glorious grace. Stated three times in Ephesians 1. Verse 6, 12, and 14. Reprobation. What is reprobation? Reprobation is the rest are passed by. The rest are ordained for dishonor and wrath for their sins. It is based on God's unsearchable counsel of his will. You know, it's always disappointing to me that God doesn't check with me. You bring democracy to God. You see, we are used to democracy, but you didn't check with me. We didn't get a chance to vote. That's why he is God. And their sins are punished with eternal punishment. Matthew 25 verse 46. They are hardened by God though they harden themselves being sinners. God interferes with special grace only in the life of the elect. The rest freely do what they please. No special grace intervention. Elect alone are disciplined. The reprobates receive no gracious discipline. Discipline is for God's children. Reprobation is a biblical doctrine. Turn with me to chapter 9 of Romans. A classic passage on 
election and reprobation. Romans 9:22 through 24. What if God choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the objects of his wrath prepared for destruction. How old are you? 87. Do you believe in God? No, sir. God put up with you for 87 years. Bore with great patience the objects of his wrath prepared for destruction. What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of mercy whom he prepared in advance for glory? There it is, our destiny, glory. Even us, whom he also called not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. There are so many passages. Jude, verse 4. For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. Certain men whose condemnation was what? Written about long ago. First Peter 2 and verse 8, a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall, they stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, and I said, here I am, sent me. He said, go and tell this people, be ever hearing but never understanding. I talked to people who heard the gospel for 30 years. No clue, nothing. It's a sign of what, sir? Reprobation. Be ever hearing but never understanding. Be ever seeing but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people callous. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts and turn and be healed. What a ministry. I say you go and make their heart like stone by preaching. On the other hand, the elect, the heart is softened. You see what is going on. Same preaching. The reprobates are in the visible church, right here. But most leave in due time if the church exercises the third mark of the church called what? Discipline. If not, they take over the church to make it a synagogue of Satan. Look at all the liberal churches from the turn of the 20th century especially. It has become synagogues of Satan. First John 2 verse 19. They went out from us. But they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us. They would have remained with us. Continued with us. But their going showed that none of them. Belong to us. What a clear statement. About the reprobates. 
in due time a church that exercises discipline they will be led out what is that saying sir you go we stay because we are not reprobates we are elect did you understand it very clearly sir and you go always cursing god John Calvin calls the doctrine of reprobation decretum horribile. What does that mean, sir? Horrible doctrine. There is illustration. Edom I hated. Esau I hated. Pharaoh, God hardened his heart. And the Jews clapped their hands. Edomites, they are not good. Egyptians, they are not good. But now you come to chapter 11. Non-elect Israelites are hardened. Verse 7. The rest were hardened. Even so, non-elect Christians are hardened. That's why they refuse to believe and surrender to Jesus Christ. So Paul deals with the reprobation in chapter 11, verses 7 through 10. What then, verse 7, what Israel sought so earnestly did not obtain, but the elected did. The others, Jewish people, the others were hardened. Even so, non-elect Christians are hardened. The rest of the Israelites were hardened. Not Edomites, not Egyptians. But the non-elect Israelites, otherwise called reprobates, were what, sir? Hardened. Now the question is, who hardened them? Two answers. They hardened themselves. Also God hardened them. And the answer is given us in verse 8 through 10. God gave them not the Holy Spirit. God gave to them a spirit of stupor. Torpor. Spirit of deep sleep. Especially when the word is preached. Deep sleep, sir. God gave them eyes for the purpose that they may not see. God gave them ears for the purpose that they may not hear. And he says even to the present time. It is the situation of Jewish people. As well as the situation of those who are brought up in Christian tradition. Who refuse to believe the gospel. It's a sad situation that Christian kids, dedicated, baptized, and all that, refuse to listen to the gospel and surrender to Christ. Eventually, you draw a conclusion. What is it? He may be a reprobate. It's a divine judgment. 
God gave them eyes, but the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. You tell me you sin all the time, you don't listen to anybody, then I draw the conclusion. You are what? A reprobate. And I see you walking with extreme arrogance. And your mouth is full of arguments. Arguments like what? I don't feel like it. The natural man cannot understand spiritual things. They are what? Foolishness to him. Eyes cannot see, ears cannot hear. It's already spoken in Old Testament, Deuteronomy 29 verse 4. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind that understands, or eyes that see, or ears that hear. That's in the law. Now from the prophets. Isaiah 29 verse 10. The Lord has brought over you a deep sleep. He has sealed your eyes. He has covered your heads. And from the writings. Psalm 69. May the table set before them become a snare. May it become retribution and a trap. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs bent over forever. Decretum horribile. You want to argue with him? He doesn't listen to you. You want to argue? He says, you are clay. I am the potter. You are finite. I am infinite personal God. You read it. Let their table. Now listen. Let their table. Table means their spiritual and material blessings. That's what the table stands for. Let their table be a snare and a trap. A stumbling block, a retribution. Let their eyes be full of darkness and their backs bent over with grief forever. <laughs> you are laughing and being happy. And you told the prophets and the preachers and the pastors and the fathers and the mothers, get lost. You are a fool. You are a reprobate. This is... Psalm 69 is an imprecatory psalm. A curse psalm. This is anathema. And this is a divine action. This is reprobation. This is petrification. This is cardiosclerosis. This is total insensitivity to reality, to truth. No understanding of who God is, what man is, what the world is, what the devil is. People are anesthetized by the dope of worldliness. He laughs at creation, fall, redemption, Jesus Christ, the Bible, triune God, moral law. 
God has made him a fool who says there is no God. He's a worshiper of Baal who lets his worshiper do as he pleases. He is anesthetized by the dope of worldliness and so he sleepwalk through life until he enters hell. Their blessing has become a curse. Look at Solomon. Study the history of Israel during the time of material prosperity. Friends, a full table does not always help us spiritually. And you read in Psalm 119. Before I was afflicted I went astray. But now I obey your word. Before that I was disobedient. Now I am obedient. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. Oh, you didn't want to listen to me. God has a way of dealing with you and you are all ears. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and in faithfulness, in covenant love, you have afflicted me. I said, friends, a full table does not help us spiritually. Suffering helps. It drives the elect to God. We read in their distress. They called upon the Lord. We don't like it. I don't like it. But thank God. For using whatever means to drive me to God. Deuteronomy 32.15 Jeshurun grew fat and what sir? Kicked. Filled with food, he became heavy and sleek. He abandoned the God who made him and rejected the God, his Savior. Kicked. Kicked God, kicked parents, kicked pastors. But friends, don't worry. God will act. You read the last book of the Old Testament. The children of those who were in Babylon... They were brought by God's mercy and faithfulness. They became so wicked. They are arguing with God. And so finally Malachi chapter 2 verse 2 says. If you do not listen. And if you do not set your heart to honor my name. Says the Lord Almighty. I will send a curse upon you. And I will curse your blessings. Yes I have already cursed them. Because you have not set your heart to honor me. A full table is not always a blessing. Vengeance is mine, say the Lord, I will repay it. Our God is a consuming fire. There is an antapodoma, a payback. There is an antapodoma for you if you are a rebel. If you kick against God's moral law, if you are a Baal worshiper, there is a time coming of retribution. Payback time. In history and beyond history. You didn't know that. Then you did what you did. Count on it. 
there is a payback. What you sow, that you reap. You don't want to study? You will have poverty. It's called antapodoma, payback. You want sexual liberation, disease, and intolerable guilt that weighs you down throughout life and eternity. You did every sin, you live in depression. And you go to psychiatrists and everybody else and they sell you chemicals. But you are still depressed. Unbelief, it will take you to hell. Antapodoma, payback. But friends, I want to tell you this. God still saves sinners. I do not know who is an elect, who is a reprobate. One thing I know, God saves sinners. Amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. If you repent and believe and surrender to Jesus Christ, that means you are not a reprobate sinner. But you are an elect sinner loved by God from eternity and chosen to salvation. Therefore, friends, I beseech you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to repent, believe in Jesus Christ, confess your sins to him, surrender to him, bow your knees to him, pray to him, I guarantee everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. By way of application, if you are not yet saved from God's wrath, repent of your sins, trust in Jesus Christ, the only Savior, now and forever. As I already said, Jesus saves all who come to him and call upon him. Number two, if you are a saved Christian, make your calling and election sure based on your present obedience which alone is the evidence of your calling and election. Number three, if you are sharing the gospel with others, don't be discouraged by the results. Pray and keep sharing the gospel. God will save the elect, few or many. Number four, know God by knowing his word and you will not be depressed. Elijah was depressed. He didn't know all the facts. But thank God we have a book that tells us all the facts about God. The truth was, no Jezebel could kill him. In fact, Elijah never died. Number five, all people, even in the church, will not be saved. So be a wise virgin with oil in the lamp. Don't presume that you are a Christian because you have been baptized, etc. Show proof that you are a Christian. Number six. Don't say, I may not be an elect. Nobody knows that. Know the gospel and call upon Christ. Number seven. Understand, friends, one thing. Sin never pays. You remember FBI? Crime watcher? Never pays. Satan is a destroyer. You must pay for your sins. 
Leviticus 26.43 For the land will be deserted by them and will enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate without them. They will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Be careful, sir. You must pay for it. Galatians 6, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Holy Spirit from the Holy Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Friends, sow to the Holy Ghost. Be led by the Holy Spirit. As you read in Deuteronomy 6 verse 18, Do what is right and good in the sight of God, that it may go well with you. That's my prayer for each one of you and your children and children's children. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to be calling upon the name of the Lord. That we may be saved. We do not know who an elect is. Who a reprobate is. But we hear the gospel. We hear God's call. And the elect will respond. The elect will repent. The elect will believe in Jesus Christ. And therefore it is our prayer. May your people be saved. By Jesus Christ. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, a part two of this message entitled Covenant Love Endures. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor B.G. Matthew. 